This episode of Laser Time is brought to you by Casper Mattresses. And you listeners can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get 50 whole dollars towards any new mattress. That's how I'm starting this episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Laser Time, the Internet's 17th leading pop culture show. Each week, we pick an awesome topic, grab some experts, some sound effects, do a little bit of research, and I am very excited to bring you this episode, uh, which is about banned films. Banned films. Uh, I wanted to go do a deep dive in movies that have been banned. The good stuff, man. And my research took me into surprising areas <laughs> that may not surprise you, May not even surprise my guests. Uh, how you doing, Kev? I'm doing real good, Chris, man. Who you, who's with us? Kevin. Hello. Kevin, Kevin Kevin Cole, a.k.a. The Primal Root. That's me, man. Owner-proprietor of Cap City Video Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the greatest, greatest uh, goddamn movie experiences, <laughs> live movie experiences <laughs> in the North Florida area. It really is. Hey, uh, appreciate awesome that. Awesome place to see movies. You can rent it out. Uh, it's a video store. Uh, but it has everything or access to everything. And it's you can watch it on the enjoy. big yeah. screen with friends. Part of the reason why, just because I know from our backgrounds, I wanted you for this because um, times are a little different now. Right. But I know the way we grew up, we sought out things we were told not to see. Absolutely. The most obscure, bizarre, mm-hmm. the sick stuff that mom and dad really tried to protect us from. Like, yeah. And I don't remember how we read about this stuff. Like, because I don't remember reading like. Fangoria or anything, but like Sinis Starscape, Cine, like uh, those weirdo sci-fi magazines. I would yeah. you get movie news and like what's happening with this? It's been eight months mm-hmm. and you just never really know. And you have a sidebar of a film that like isn't allowed to exist and it's been right. banned forever. And like I have to find that. And when the internet came out, I was mm-hmm. like, all I did <laughs> seek out things I wanted to see. It's things that I was told I couldn't see. Right. Uh, yeah. No matter. By my parents, by censors, mm-hmm. and I think we live in a time now, and it was it was even hard adjusting for me that we have non-puritanical Bible thumpers demanding the banning of certain things for reasons I occasionally agree with, occasionally don't agree with. Right. But it's something we didn't grow up with. Of course. It's so weird. It's like you and I both come from a generation where we didn't have the internet. Yeah. You know, for a little and while. And it was less we shit. Were... That helped. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, you know, I was always at the video store and I heard rumblings of these movies, right. like hearing little bits and pieces from other people shopping around for what they were looking for. Right. Things that, you know, oh, no, we can't get that. Oh, no, that's never going to be released. Right. And yes. Like, really? When, even when DVD came out, like you just get informed, like that's mm. never going to come out again. That's right. And I mean, a lot mm. of stuff has finally been released, but there's so much. Yeah. Because even like this, for... this Christmas, I was like, or this Halloween, I'm like, yeah, I should check out what's the good edition of Dawn of the Dead that might be out in like. It's locked up in horseshit. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's man! Like, don't tell me I can't watch Dawn of the Dead. I'll find a way. <laughs> um, but but yeah, ban ban films. I think we all before the internet, you had read about fam- films that were banned. I remember one of my first mm-hmm. ones, like if I could recreate it in a movie, like a kid running up breathless to the monkey bars. Guys, 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 guys! There's this rated R cartoon called Wizards, and the government has made it illegal, and you can't see it. I just heard about this, and then like. What? Tell me everything you know because you are now my only source for this uh-huh. unless I can some, somehow go through the Dewey Decimal System and find a bibliography about Ralph Bakshi movies. <laughs> um, it, it, was, it was stuff like that, like trying to find stuff you were told not to see. Mm-hmm. And whereas, But that's the thing I came up against trying to research this, banned films. Uh-huh. Banned films. We were on 302010, our sister show, where we look 30, 20, and 10 years ago Back to that week of movie, music, news releases. Or last year, we had talked about um, Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, and yes. I vaguely remember mm-hmm. that being very controversial. I remember it being mildly controversial again when Criterion released it on DVD. Absolutely. Um, and then I remember watching it and being like, this is a beautiful story. Like, you shouldn't be mad about this, Absolutely Christians. Not. It's just, yeah. It's just this alternative tale that doesn't undo the greatest story ever told. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just because like, it doesn't have Kirk Cameron in it, man, doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Come on. Like, what would happen if Christ didn't sacrifice himself for us? Like, exactly. And would, would he regret that? Mm-hmm. How would he feel about that? I thought it was, like, mad interesting. Absolutely. And, and that made me, like, I have to grab Kev, and I have to do a show... <laughs> about movies that have been banned. 
And then I came up against something that was absolutely incredible. Um, we live in America. <laughs> we don't have any movies banned here That's by right. the government. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a lot of regulatory industries and self-imposed restrictions, mm -hmm. but we have no banned movies. Or we haven't for some time. I think the government stepped in early in like the 20s, and it was almost always, mm -hmm. almost exclusively, nudity. Eroticism, yeah. sexual stuff. Like, you can't do that, not <laughs> like that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. But the government doesn't step in at all. And I, I used to work in games, and I know a lot of our, our fans are gamers. And we're so, we actually, if you're listening to this, you probably got to grow up with watching the games industry and it being a, like, we're only in an era now where it's not a target of mm. watchdog groups. Mm -hmm. And in order to combat government regulation, they followed what the movie business did and they created self regulation. And beyond self-regulation, like um, we were thinking of, we also were talking on some podcast recently about, well, it was terrible. It was about what happened to Miramax. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, and um, yeah. yeah, but but like they had, it's like the government might have banned Dogma or Fahrenheit 9-11, mm -hmm. but instead Disney's like, that's too controversial. We're not releasing that. Sell it to somebody else. So there the movie's go. not banned, but it is suppressed. Mm -hmm. We do not have a banning mechanism. Here. And that's what I thought was fascinating. We have all yeah, these man. other other countries do and still do. <laughs> and that's some of the things we're going to be talking about. Like what films are banned in, in what countries and by who and why. Okay. But when it comes to America, yeah, we don't have a movie banning authority over that's here. Right, man. It's America. It's America. Oh, yeah. We have capitalistic endeavors that mm -hmm. stand in the way of things coming out. It's like uh, I remember reading, I think it was when the, the documentary, This Film Is Not Rated, about... The MPAA, yeah. the Motion Picture Great Association of America, um, and it was a documentary about them. Where in the end, spoiler, he hires a private investigator firm to figure out who is rating our movies and why. <laughs> why do they make the decisions they do? Why do they hate all pussy eating scenes and <laughs> and give them all X's compared uh -huh. to like blowjob scenes and sex scenes? Who who are these people? And it turns out it's a bunch of like fifty year old housewives. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and and so of course they didn't rate the movie. And I found out then that like. Um, Movie theaters and uh, Kev, Kev's the proprietor of a movie theater that doesn't have these restrictions. That's, That's right. why I constantly champion this shit. <laughs> uh, but the biggest ones, namely AMC Lowe's, Cinemark, uh, they have a internal ban on NC-17 rated movies. So an, a legitimate rating from the mm -hmm. MPAA effectively banned you from being screened in uh, an overwhelming majority of movie theaters in the country. That's right, man. The government does nothing. And we have bands. Mm -hmm. And I, I only remember this happening one time. I think it's because my dad kind of like a, you know, NPR tote bag liberal, like uh, championing free speech. When Martin Lawrence's, you, was it You So Crazy? His stand-up. Run, um, Tell Dad? It wasn't. <laughs> you're the only one who remembers Run, Tell Dad. <laughs> that is, that is a, you might be a redneck catchphrase that did not catch on. <laughs> Run, Tell Dad. One word, people. Mm -hmm. I have seen it. But I think it was You So Crazy. It was a stand-up comedy film, as in Martin Lawrence wearing a shirt and pants on stage, mm -hmm. telling jokes to multiple cameras in an audience. That got NC-17, which, by the way, if you didn't know for Americans, that was our X rating until the, I think, what did someone tell me? The MPA failed to copyright that. That's right. And the porn industry took it and created <laughs> double X and triple X. And oh. I remember as little kids were like, what is the difference between double, triple? And my, like my friends had answers as if uh -huh. there were any. It means nothing. It's all meaningless. But uh, NC-17, that, that comedy movie got an NC-17. We had that one independently owned two movie theater thing in the mall next to like the mm -hmm. barrel of fun arcade and they were like fuck off we'll show the movie kids which was Hell also yeah. oh. effectively banned by mm -hmm. a rating yep. we'll show the martin lawrence uh thing and my dad took me to go see it because he thought like let's see what the gut let's see what the society is deemed completely inappropriate for you to see your dad is awesome it was pretty awesome of him to yeah, do i need I, to hug that man um but yeah that's that's effectively how movies get banned they get dropped by studios they succumb to pressure mm -hmm. they fire people they sell it to another distributor or like in and, and in this day and age if like your film comes up against that kind of scrutiny sell it to Netflix they'll there capitalize go, they'll, they'll make a Super Bowl yep. commercial for it and like <laughs> it, it, premiering tonight like it, it's so so a band band film is not only like impossible mm -hmm. it, it hasn't always been impossible for us it's like improbable to ever happen again but it has happened in smaller instances Right, um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about what films have been banned and what reasons they have been banned, and we will get into that 
right when we get back from the short break. Yeah. It's 2019, people, and you should resolve to sleep better. Yes, you spend a third of your life sleeping, so you should be comfy. That's why we're sponsored today by Casper Mattress, the ultra-comfy, hyper-affordable, hassle-free mattress. And you will not believe how little they cost and how easy it is to ship to you for free. Better still, you can get $50 towards any new mattress by visiting caspertrial.com slash laser time. Rest assured, seriously, uh, the experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a, quality, make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. Plus, Casper offers affordable prices because Casper cuts out those middlemen and sells directly to you. Big box stores are going to want to sell you a mattress for thousands of dollars but casper starts at much less around 500 they're offering two mattresses right now the wave and the essential the wave features a patent pending premium support system to mirror the natural shape of your body whereas the essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night there's a reason casper is the internet's favorite mattress because you can be sure of your purchase with casper's 100 night risk-free trial sleep on it for 100 nights don't like it They'll come get it, dispose of it, give you a full refund as if it never happened. And yes, shipping and returns are free to U.S. and Canada. So once again, to get $50 towards any new mattress, visit caspertrial.com slash laser time. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. I wanted to do worst of movies and TV. Mm. And when I did, I'm like, what's the worst of TV? And it's just like, we have changed as a culture. Yeah. If there is bad television, I don't know what that is or what that looks like. I like managed I'm, to avoid most of it. Yeah, year. exactly. And, and like, I don't even have like a spouse to blame on like, I don't like this show she makes me watch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't, I haven't seen a bad show in fucking 2018 at all. Yeah. Like, cause why would I watch that? And then I, I look at this article, I think it was on Business Insider. It's like the worst TV show according to critics and fans on each network. And it's like, I have never heard of a single one of you. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I came up short trying to come up with bad TV for this episode. Now. There's too much good TV and to bother with bad TV. Right. I know. I looked into like the worst TV shows of 2018. I'm like, I haven't seen any of this shit. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. and why? Why the fuck would you? I'm behind on shows I love, but movies was a little easier to run down. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody universally said the movie. Gotti. <laughs> the movie oh, Gotti. Oh, wait. Who who directed that? E, baby. E, yes, the Entourage. That's why I know what that is. And <laughs> oh, I'm like, seriously? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, wow. I Kevin Connelly. I'm like, that, A, that figures. B, I'm not seeing that shit. Here's another. Here's <laughs> Get bonus time. A weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. Welcome back, everyone, talking about band movies with my buddy Kev. Hey. Band movies. What do you think of when, you, when I say something like band movies? Oh, man. So I know you, like I told you, let's do this. We were going to do this like a while ago. I'm like, no, I want to watch this movie first. <laughs> well, and I'm like, of... dude, don't watch that. <laughs> don't, don't watch that <laughs> don't film. Don't do it. Don't watch that film. Uh, like, I always think of the Video Nasties list. Like yeah. Like the British censorship. Right. Where they were, what was like, spirit on by Child's Play 3. Three were was kid, it? Yeah, like a child killed another child and said it was because of Child's Play 3. Oh, shit. Like he had just watched it, and so they blamed that for all the moral indecency happening right. and people killing each other. So they started banning outright all these movies like Driller Killer, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. stuff that, you know, that you know we've had here. They played in drive-ins in the 70s. Right. But well, actually, there, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a big one in the band, banny band, band, band list. Absolutely, man. People had a lot of issues with that. And, I mean, I... I'm not saying I agree with it, but I see why. Because like when it's I first saw that film. movie in the early 2000s, the original Toby Hooper Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. Mass- Massacre, there are parts of it that like feel like a documentary. It's super Absolutely. unnerving. It's very well done, mm-hmm. and it's incredibly. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's 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 a hard film to watch. I see people being totally freaked out by this, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was. In 1974, it was banned in Brazil, Finland, France, Germany, Iceland, Norway, Singapore, Sweden, and it released very slowly in the U.S. That's right. Which is a not a thing you'll ever, ever, ever see again, given how many avenues <laughs> we have to watch films. 
I don't know. I was just in Disney World and like um, it was reminding me of Fantasia because uh, Fantasia was designed as not a thing we're going to release worldwide into movie theaters. Okay. It's we're going to do a rolling show mm-hmm. where this film, it has to have 70 speakers and we're going to <laughs> go to town to town like a county fair. There was a, a market for those kind of films right. like uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think when films were like close to being banned, that's where they succeeded. Like word of mouth, people would talk about them for months and you wait for it to come to your town. Absolutely, It's so strange. So I remember, oh gosh, I, wanna, I can't remember the producer's name. I want to say it was David Friedman, mm-hmm. maybe, but was marketing Mom and Dad. The Nicolas Cage, Summer Blair. No, 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 no. Oh. This was like back back in the day, like in the 50s. Oh. It was one of those movies where it was like there'd be female shows. Mm-hmm. Like only, females only could watch it in the mornings. And what? Then, yeah, and then like the oh, males imagine, could watch imagine it. Imagine how the, the incels would take to that. They lost their oh, mind when yeah. they couldn't go see Wonder Woman for an hour. And it was all about, um, you know, unwanted pregnancies. And, <laughs> oh, it, my God. and the big selling point is it had footage of a live birth. Right, I did hear yeah. about this. Uh-huh. Okay, Go, okay. You had another one you mentioned earlier, but I wanted to talk about the first band movie in America. Oh, yeah, absolutely. First band movie in America. Can you guess what it is? When I say first, first American band. movie is a hint. First American movie band. First American movie. Think about that. First movie. <laughs> oh, but Birth a, of a Nation? With, a yeah, blighter, a of blighter and all of us. Of course. Birth of a Nation. And Birth of a Nation wasn't, there was no regulatory industry mm-hmm. to ban Birth of a Nation, but like, I don't know. Like I've I've watched that movie several times. Oh, I've taken course. my film courses. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't want to say magnet. It's some of it's kind of hilarious and like <laughs> it, like it's in a Chappelle show sketch kind of way. <laughs> it's like I can't believe someone thought this was appropriate. Right. This the revelation homeboy gets to create the Ku Klux Klan, which mm-hmm. is what it's about, mm-hmm. um, is hilarious. And then it's mean, ugly, and disgusting. And then in between there, there's like these battle sequences. Like, how the fuck did you do this in yeah. like 1915? Mm-hmm. That's nuts. But like, uh, I thought America, the story of Birth of a Nation was like, America made its first movie. It was racist and everybody loved it. <laughs> Absolutely not. That was no. not the case. Mm-hmm. Like almost states and cities got wind of what the movie was about. And like, absolutely not. This film will not screen in, in Kansas. We will not show this movie in Kansas. We will not show this movie in Georgia. We will not glorify the Klan. So the first the first movie effectively becomes the first band movie. And also, you think about that movie, and a lot of people credit it with the rebirth of the KKK. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how he thought he wasn't glorifying. Because you read about D.W. Griffith. He did mm-hmm. like spend some time trying to atone for this by yeah, making intolerance yeah. and then kind of disappearing from the world. <laughs> and, and uh, But he didn't... He claims to not know what he was doing. But it's very hard to not see this as a... Uh, delib- fabulizing yeah, uh, the American clan. But, you know, that's a testament to the power of art, man. It's it's powerful stuff. You do that kind of imagery, and there's no telling yeah. how it will affect the public. So, And I, I talked, uh, we talked previously in shows on one of our least popular shows that I love, Facts About Dracula. Um, <laughs> because I, what was the statistic there? Like, Dracula has been in, like, more movies than Robin Hood and Jesus combined. <laughs> and he's, he's, like, public domain, so anybody can make one. Yeah. But that wasn't always the case, because when they made Nosferatu... Yep. The, you still had to buy the rights to Bram Stoker's Dracula, and they did not. And mm-hmm. they filmed a very effective vampire film. Definitely. And it, was, it wasn't banned from the government. Mm-hmm. It was banned because it didn't obtain the rights properly to its subject matter. And it is the first, I think, it's the first instance of a bootleg. Like, they ordered all the prints burned. Absolutely. A couple survived. Yeah. They got duplicated and spread slowly throughout mm-hmm. the country. And we still have it to this day because people didn't like the idea of a banned movie you can't see. I think you know the only movie I was thinking about that that with, and I'm not I'm not here to champion it at all. Um, Louis C.K.'s movie. I think historically, oh, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I love you, Daddy. Which is a fucking terrible title <laughs> compared to what we all know. You know, buy a um, ticket for that, Ugh. but dude, it was like a week before release. Like this mm. this movie is made. I think he bought it back from the distributor, that's and I right. actually think it leaked online, so you can watch it if you want. And then that's mm. about the extent I'm cool advocating for its release. Totally. Like, if it wants to leak online, you go ahead and do yeah. that. Um, but, like, that's the closest we've come to, like, a movie completely disappearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I did think uh, the Kevin Spacey version of All the Money in the World where Christopher Plummer replaced him, like, that is something... Oh, man, is that edit out there? It has to be, it right? It was done. Yeah. The trailer was out. Like, it's it. the footage exists. It was mm. all done. Uh, again, not advocating for that to be seen, just the idea of, like, I still had that thing in me, like, there's this thing I'm not supposed and to also, see. And also, like, as a cinephile, it's like, I want to see yeah, what no see one version. wants me to see. Yeah, yeah it's that forbidden fruit. I yeah. gotta see it, man. Um, but yeah, the, things do still get banned in different ways here. Mm-hmm. I was reading about um, 
Oh, Citizens United, just a wonderful group responsible for so much. They made a movie called Hillary the Movie in 2008, and they were restricted from showing it due to FCC regulations. Ooh. I think, I didn't do enough research into this, based like on an equal time kind of thing. Like, okay. if you wanted to release this in theaters, which they couldn't, because mm-hmm. nobody would have paid to see it, they wanted to release it on <laughs> TV. And it's like, no, you can't show a two-hour Right. People can buy a ticket and like go to a website and see whatever the fuck they want, sure. but you can't air a defamatory piece <laughs> on a, on a candidate's uh, on regular television. You right. just that that's yeah. that movie was held back. Uh, I was because a Fox News movie of the week or something. Yeah, no, no, that's they made they made several movies. It's fucking horrifying. Wow, like <laughs> taking down the ACLU. Like this was uh. I had to like jump out of this rabbit hole because it was fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> but uh, I can imagine. Yeah, in um, lawsuits, mm-hmm. we were talking. I think also in 30, 2010. I don't know if you grew up like I did, uh, immediately loving Office Space when the world was shitting all over it. <laughs> And then you get wind of a movie called Idiocracy that is slowly screening and mm-hmm. there's ain't it cool news write-ups on it. And like, this is hilarious. Oh, yeah. And then you read about like Fox is refusing to show this film to people. Again, not mm. banned. They just thought it tested poorly. And then the rumor was like, they make fun of real brands in that movie in, in a mm-hmm. way that I honestly don't understand how that happened. Yeah, yeah. Did, those are their real logos. So somebody, there was permission somewhere somebody from Starbucks and that. Costco. Yeah. And gave, <laughs> They made up Brondo, but like that is a real Costco logo. That's a real Starbucks logo. Mm-hmm. Um, but a movie about what the a man who gets cryogenically frozen, not unlike Fry from Futurama, mm-hmm. but wakes up as the smartest person in the world. And I think th- since then there's been plenty of like um, what would you call it? oral histories of idiocracy. Yeah, absolutely. And it was just yeah. I think it goes back to a scared studio. It wasn't pressure from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. It wasn't corporate pressure. But that is essentially the closest thing to an American banning in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And then um, I saw the movie, the yes men. If it's a documentary about like, uh, what would you call oh, it? Okay. I've Anti-corporate heard of pranksters. Yeah. And like, they were sued by the chamber of commerce because they held an elaborate prank that was in like the chamber of commerce. Like, no, this is fake. And they misled the public. So we're suing them and you can't show. So, the, so they released their movie on BitTorrent because <laughs> you can ban a movie, but like, you can't ban the distribution, the free distribution in watching a movie. Of course. But you yeah. can in other countries. Mm-hmm. That's what I think is nuts. Um, and, and just uh, other banned movies, Kev, do you have any examples that come to your head? Any horror that you, you remember succumbing to a ban? What's the one movie we talked about? I saw it on the shelf, like right after we talked about this. It starts with an S. Well, it's, well Silent Night Deadly and I know got pulled from theaters. Right. Um, yeah, after there's a huge outpouring of anger and rage by concerned mothers. Who of course saw the poster but didn't see the movie yeah. and were upset. Cause and it, even then that was, I think, at a voluntary thing for course. local theaters. But no, we, we were talking about, I remember we were talking about Salo. Salo, oh my. Salo. Uh-huh. Which uh, is a movie that Brutal. should should have its own Brutal. podcast in and of itself. Chris, it's, I think that's a great idea. I do too. That's mm-hmm. sort of why I wanted to, <laughs> people like this show. <laughs> Let's loop back around, Kev. You got it, buddy. You've got a theater and access to a bunch of shit I don't. But Salo... What is it? An adaptation of Marquis de Sa- A Thousand Days of Sodom, uh-huh. and contains about every depraved thing you could think of before, you know, half the internet was all incest porn. <laughs> but uh, but poop eating, I think, is the oh, thing that yeah, happens that in the film. Always, yeah, that always turns my stomach. Poop eating, yeah. There's some brutal torture and rape, and mm-hmm. it's it's grotesque, man. Yeah, to say the very least. And like, how did? I got to know who's left alive can, can talk about how that happened or why you needed to get funding for this yeah, and why you thought this needed to be on screen. I think mm-hmm. that's where I am now. And like when the public is free to like, say like, we don't want that in our, you have lives. every right to not watch it. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yes. Freedom of choice. Walk away. Don't rent it. You're fine. But and the, the way our society matter- works means that, like, yeah, it's not going to get funding or dist- distribution or a marketing budget if that's the way we all feel. So, but how did Salo happen? Exactly. How? But, yeah. The, you know, but I will defend it to my dying breath. It's like, yeah, somebody wants to make something that depraved, that disgusting. Yeah. As long as no one gets hurt in the process, mm-hmm. make it. There's somebody out there. You know, if there's an audience for it. It's yeah. I was I was of the belief: the worse you can make something, the more I want to see it. The more mm-hmm. I'm told not to see it, please let me see it. And I was I telling you that I know I've said this several times in the podcast, but it blew my mind at the time because getting the internet was like getting access to all these banned oh, films yeah. mm-hmm. and um, battle royale. Oh, was something actually, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. sought after. And the experience I saw finally seeing a legitimate official print uh-huh. 
in the theaters, in the <laughs> glorious Castro Theater in San Francisco. And it was revealed the movie wasn't banned. It's that, uh, well, one, mainly what happened, like Battle Royale is the Hunger Games mm-hmm. done Japanese style and a little less uh, hopeful. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah, not something you'd want your kids to see. It's definitely leans more towards horror, dystopia. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that Hunger Games isn't about this. I love their wonderful dystopia. Yeah. And yeah. especially because it looks like we're heading directly down that route. Uh, but but <laughs> Battle Royale was way ahead of its time. Ma- made yeah. in the late 90s. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't banned in America. That movie outgrossed Titanic in Japan. And from what I was, I was told that. by, awesome. by this film distributor, it wasn't that it was banned here. It's like they brought it over here. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey. We got the movie that outgrossed Titanic in Japan. That we think that uh, justifies asking for Titanic <laughs> distribution prices. Sure, and it's not that like people weren't interested in like we're not gonna. You know how hard this is gonna be to show here. Mm-hmm. We can't pay what you want, and so for a long time, and Japan's notorious for that kind of shit mm-hmm. for holding out uh, release rights and like like the idea that it's a big deal that Evangelion is coming to Netflix. Because Japan just like, we'll never stream this. That's not how we show our stuff. You buy the DVD or you see it in a theater. We don't stream. And like those barriers are breaking down. But I work for a Japanese company. You should know all this by now. Mm. They are notoriously hard to to negotiate with on an international level. They have yeah. they they like to view their films in a certain kind of way. And when it comes to overseas rights, it's still nuts. Studio Ghibli stuff you, is illegal to stream. You cannot stream Totoro or... Kiki's delivery service, because that's the way the studio deems it. Can I ask you a question, Chris? Hmm. Is this why we don't have any official Godzilla MST3K? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Because, like, they didn't even... I mean, I love that you know you know the story of how they receive their movies. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't negotiating with Toho. They were negotiating with the TV syndication people right. who negotiated something in the 60s uh-huh. to get a Sandy Frank version of this film <laughs> that they didn't even know, like, someone still had the rights to. Uh-huh. And once they found out they distributed, they, they, MST3K thought they checked all their boxes, released it on of DVD, course. and Toho's like, absolutely not. Like, they're, and I think I remember reading about they thought they were making fun of Godzilla. I'm like, well, they're not, but no. like, yeah. no way, in no way different than I would make fun of a Godzilla movie as a huge fan of Godzilla. Of course. Yeah. And especially like all the in betweens there are pretty ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's yeah, that's ineffective, like like a soft band kind of thing. Gotcha. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I was trying like other horror movies. You think do you, like you remember hearing a rumor about? Because like I remember um, reading like probably a magazine sidebar about, about Clockwork Orange mm-hmm. being banned because it was like this huge X-rated version in in London. But no, it was uh, Stanley Kubrick like voluntarily like oh. I didn't know the public felt this way about my film. I live here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's take it out of theaters if that's the way you feel about it. Sure. And I think that movie, while not banned, if you released anything like that now, oh. non-Christian, democratic socialist mm-hmm. liberals would like hate that fucking film. The no idea doubt, of that being man. screened. Yeah. Uh, and I understand why. It is an uncomfortable level of violence mm-hmm. for the 70s. It's one of those things that's so weird to me. It's like, sure, you can be outraged. Sure, you can want something mm-hmm. banned. Mm-hmm. And I understand where you're coming from, yeah. but it's... That whole freedom thing, you know, yeah. I should be allowed to see whatever I want. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry that you're upset by this. Yeah, and by all means, pressure studios and Netflix if you don't like like the subject, if you think it's inappropriate for that subject matter to be on television. That's mm-hmm. Sometimes I agree with some of those sentiments, but sure. like I'm still going to track down and watch that shit Hell yes, without you. Hell yeah, man. Um, yeah, because I, 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 I had, you know, as a collector of old cartoons, there's mm-hmm. a lot of problematic horseshit in there. I encourage... <laughs> People who are listening to this show to watch it if you find it intriguing. Mm-hmm. I don't want it on television. I don't want. I don't want a kid, let alone a person of color, watching Song of the South in 2018. Are you crazy? <laughs> uh, but that ride is amazing. It's a great ride. <laughs> it's an amazing ride. Uh, it'd be really cool if you cared enough to know where it came from mm-hmm. and what's wrong with it to be able to see it. But again, we are talking about kind of soft bands. Yeah, soft bands. Uh, and, and I don't. I looked into what Disney stuff was banned. Um, and in Denmark in 1930 banned something I showed in your theater, the skeleton dance, <laughs> the skeleton dance, huh. which is why I love that thing because yeah. like, it's kind of one of the first silly symphonies, which mm-hmm. was just to do like sometimes admittedly boring, like cartoons, just dancing in threes to, to music. And like, Walt Disney's just like, why don't we do a scary Halloween thing? Like, yes. Yes, do that. Absolutely, uh, man. Bring it on. Do that. But Denmark said, no, it's since been 
they thought it was and in a 1930 world was maybe too scary uh, for their audiences. So yeah, I, you know, 30s. Who knows, man? And 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 uh, one of the reasons I wanted to do this um, because there was a recent banning uh, I had heard about, and I guess it's it's probably a good time to talk about China. Ooh, yeah, because there's this. a lot of uncomfortable territory here. Mm-hmm. If you like, uh, uh, if you don't like censorship, but you like. Uh, other cultures and want to respect their beliefs. But mm-hmm. what I remember reading about, and you may have read about this in the news, uh, is that China banned Winnie the Pooh because <laughs> uh-huh. the president, President Xi, uh-huh. uh, who is a round faced, <laughs> uh, a very pooey look in his own country, uh-huh. gets compared to Winnie the Pooh. So the, the big brouhaha was that China said, no, you will not show Winnie the Pooh in this country. Or sorry, Christopher Robin. That's right, yeah. The yeah. semi-horrible Christopher Robin. Again, I, I, I missed the opening, and mm-hmm. then I got to like what an hour of what I can only call the first 20 minutes of Hook. <laughs> Daddy, play with us. I have to work. Oh, I can't God. play with my children. Yeah, what work do you have to do in the 1900s? <laughs> Grab a quill, write it down, go play with your kids. Uh, <laughs> and it, but yeah, to me, it was just like, why do we get a Winnie the Pooh movie starring the least popular character? Yeah, what? I'd rather have a Winnie the Pooh movie starring Rabbit. Everybody stop! <laughs> stop! Stop having fun! But, Poor uh, Rabbit. But yeah, they, they, I don't know if it was a rumor, mm. and it might be partially true, that China banned the, the Christopher Robin movie based on the comparisons people made to President Xi's appearance. Why in the world would you not embrace that, man? <laughs> you know, if people say, you look like Winnie the Pooh, I'm like, oh my God, he's yeah. adorable. Thank you. you. Could, it could all culminate in you walking to a podium wearing nothing but a red t-shirt and everybody <laughs> would think it was hilarious. You'd be, you'd be president <laughs> for life. Hilarious and horrified. And, yeah. But uh, from reading into it, like, no, China actually, due to its own laws, accepts only so many American films, period. Gotcha. They, part of banning certain things uh, like I looked into, they banned Avatar, mm-hmm. um, not because of content, because of how much money it had been making in other territories, and they didn't want that to take away from their local theater economy. Which fair enough, right? Like, yeah. how am I supposed to argue with that? Right. Like, you don't want this behemoth competing with local art artistic endeavors. Sure, sure. Who's going to argue with that? But other stuff is really crazy, and we talked about this. We talked about the Meg, which is the first like kind of China led movie, uh-huh. given how China is now this. By a small margin, the second leading consumer of big stream blockbuster products. That's right, man. So their tastes and their methods of censorship mm-hmm. could end up defining our product. Uh, and the Meg to me was like, this movie is terrible, but not in the way I wanted it to be. Exactly. Partially because yeah. it's 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 Chinese executives trying to second guess what an American producer would do or mm-hmm. what an American actor would say, and the dialogue's <laughs> really weird. And like, but it has. Due to the rules there, it has to start a Chinese actor, which it does. And she's a great actor who can speak English very well, but can't seem to combine the two mm. in a convincing <laughs> formula for an American audience. Um, and it's a it's a very strange thing. because I think we'd heard about that too with Marvel shooting additional content just for Chinese audiences. Oh, man. So they can, once you have a certain amount of yeah. Chinese people involved, they can now screen this in the country. Yeah, that's, that's it's one of the things that's been happening. And their bands... Uh, range from, I can understand that, to like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's ridiculous. Because it was rumored Dark Knight was banned there because he goes over to Hong Kong Ugh. and uh, yanks out that gangster. and like. <laughs> I, but I think the like Warner expected a ban from right. him. And it's like, we're just mm-hmm. not going to show it there. How about that? Okay, but, fair enough. But it's not like the Chinese haven't heard of fucking Batman. So like, it <laughs> created this news of like, Dark Knight is banned. Mm-hmm. That wasn't banned. Um, what other things were banned there? I'm trying to think of Avatar, uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the, the remake, the remake. Not because, not because, not because of the women, <laughs> uh, because they have strict rules about depictions of the occult. I thought you were about to say queefing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, come on. We all know the Chinese don't queef. No, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know that at all. But uh, but the funniest one, mm. objectively, is Back to the Future. Back to the Future. You have, oh, can you Back take any future? stab? Why? Mm. Well, one, like, that's a very American is it, film. Is it incest? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, mm. I, that, that, if I was Alex Trebek, I would accept that answer. But yes. no. Oh. No, the answer is even more hilarious uh, depictions of time travel are not allowed in China. You're kidding me. And the reason why is that, like, 
I read numerous different versions of it. It doesn't make a ton of sense, but like boils down to that it's disrespectful to the actual events that unfolded in the world <laughs> or something like that. Like uh, that, it's, okay. that it's somehow disrespectful to portray a different timeline, okay. which is a very odd thing to think about, reg- especially regulated at the government level. Yeah, you got to have the respect for Doc Brown falling off the toilet or whatever and bonking his head. Yeah, respect, Doc. Uh, but yeah, that back to the, yeah, that, that, like, no. No, you can't. If your brother and sister are disappearing in a photograph, you allow that shit to happen. <laughs> yeah, you think they'd be all for time travel, man? Yeah, I, that that really blows my mind. Uh, they they banned was it? No, it wasn't passion. It was the Vinci Code, maybe, for like Chinese Catholic concerns. And then like, do I have to research Chinese Catholics now? How did mm. how did that end up happening? That's man, those crusades bizarre. were very successful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and other other such because I was looking into um, what I think to me is. And on a, on a mainstream level that no one complained about, Rambo, the fourth Rambo movie, Ooh, very yeah. confusing. Mm-hmm. That's obviously banned in Burma because it, <laughs> it, it is makes sense. The most negative portrayal of a country and a, uh, a regime mm-hmm. that I've ever seen. And once oh, again, yeah. it is the worst bad guy ever. Let's remember he is seen throwing ba- live babies into a fire and uh, pedophilically taking advantage of. Uh, little boy POWs. I have like, never seen that dude, it's, ever it's, in it's an action movie. So vi- it's so violent. It's it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I had never seen that in a movie before. It, like my jaw literally hit the floor. Right. I've seen a lot of fucked up stuff, but not in a mainstream in a Rambo movie. Right, and it's, it's mother it, of God. And it's how society changes because when we were little kids, mm-hmm. like Rambo was the basis for what wholesome America thought was the incoming objectionable content. Absolutely, and the fourth Rambo. Amp that up by like eighteen thousand degrees, mm-hmm. and no one gave a fuck. Yeah, no one cared at all. I cannot tell you how blown away I was by the level of violence in that fourth Rambo movie. Yeah, because yeah, growing up, you know, you see First Blood, great movie. It almost doesn't totally. even feel like a Rambo yeah. movie. And then by the third one, it was like a cartoon. Yes, like the violence wasn't. You know, there's people getting shot, but it's not over the top. Yes, they're they're being exploded with tips of arrows. Yeah, exactly. Point, which like. like do you really want a quiver full of explosive tipped arrows when you're running around shirtless in, in the, in the in Afghan the, Afghan desert? Seriously, man, you trip and fall over. <laughs> right. It's it's okay. <laughs> kaboom. Hey, um, Rambo sure a foot though. I believe in that man. Uh, the guy even had a Saturday morning cartoon. That's so, right. Yeah. I wrote about it uh, the Christmas special when Savage saved Santa Claus, which I never get tired of talking about because it implies. Once again, I think it's. I, I want to interview Frank Welker about always being Santa. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rambo, hey, it's my friend Santa. And he's like, oh, John Rambo. We go back a long time. What? Yo, whoa. John what? Rambo and Santa? Like, go, like, can we get that prequel? Excuse it? me. I know what Rambo's done for most of his mm-hmm. life. What is Santa into? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's terrifying to contemplate, Chris. Um, Band films, Barbara Streisand's Funny Girl. <laughs> oh, what? Oh. It is banned because the uh, Egyptian Muslim leader uh, Omar Sharif is portrayed in a romantic storyline with a Jewish actress. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. And this is obviously a long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Italy banned uh, Duck Soup, which is uh, probably the, one of the, I'd say, the oldest subversive movies I've ever seen. Definitely. Uh uh, it's banned in Italy because it was being very mean to dictators. Aww, those <laughs> poor dictators. Very mean to dictators uh, when Mussolini was uh, heading things up. Mm. And uh, this you can understand. These are all political things. We're not trying to weigh in on all that horse shit. Oh, sure, but you should seriously. be able to understand why. Lebanon banned Wonder Woman mm. on the mm-hmm. basis, I think exclusively, Gal Gadot. Yeah. She had served time in the Israeli army. And I think at the time there was a little... Maybe still, there's a little yeah. bit of a problem uh, with that over there. Uh, and yeah, in accordance with decade old law, a boycotts Israeli products that is barred for use of. Makes Le- sense. It's, it's strange. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Malaysia uh, has banned Zoolander for making fun of uh, Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, that does happen. Um, the Great Barney Adventure. No. Uh, for being unacceptable to watch. It was banned in Malaysia as well. <laughs> unacceptable to watch? Yeah. It's just so bad. Have you seen it? It's, no, I've it's, never it's seen it. It's truly bizarre. Because, like, I'm not... It's not the fucking 90s. I'm not some Gen X shithead mm. who's going to, like, make fun of Barney because sure. he's dumb and sings songs. But when you watch that ripped out of, like, a contained set of a self... A very low-budget child show. Yeah, like a show, PBS kid show. And then bring him into the world with, like, a fucking widescreen Panavision camera. It looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, not to totally derail what we're talking about. <laughs> no, can you tell it. me the story? Like, what is this movie I don't, about? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's can missing we- something. He gets in a plane with these two kid friends, 
uh, he's I just I, I watched it two Christmases ago and it, it's insufferable because oh, I don't mind you singing song I love you you love me to kids sure, over and over again sure. but when you have like sixteen angles of that and like in it that's it, 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 cruel and unusual punishment yeah as a, as a plot device it's Ugh. like it it looks cheap yet it's still too expensive for a Barney movie the snow follow that bird is what you're telling me um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Schindler's List was banned in Malaysia because mm. it described it as a uh, propaganda with the purpose of uh, asking for sympathy. Huh? Okay, Malaysia. Let's, wow, what I guess a, we know where you stand. Yeah, right? Jesus. And again, one of, the, one of the funniest bands of all time, uh, North Korea, it banned the movie 2012. Remember 2012? Oh, yeah. I lived through that. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. yes. I, was, I was born in 82, you Chris. You made it. You, oh, the movie. Yeah. You, did Roland Emmerich make that? Of course he yes, did. Yeah, of course yeah. he did. It was, like, it was like the, the last movie he could have made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, and you had to make it before mm-hmm. 2011, because otherwise we're on to this. And I love the idea of telling my future children that it's a documentary of what actually happened in 2012. <laughs> yes. Everyone like we made it through, only the strong survived. Kids. Everyone you see is a survivor, so mm. the rest of us will all survive tidal waves and earthquakes because we carry that gene within us. That's right, baby. Um, but no, it was banned in North Korea because 2012 coincides with Kim... <laughs> Jim oh. Sung's hundredth birthday, oh, okay. so it, it surely cannot be uh, mm. the day, the year foretold to be the end of all things. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, several people in North Korea were reportedly arrested for possessing and viewing imported copies, and charged with grave provocation against the development of the state. Holy shit! So North Korea. Not as cool as you think. <laughs> wow, man! Not as cool. I've heard some think. great things about that place. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, I, I did. I did wonder if this would spur a conversation because I'm glad you're. Uh, well, one. What else do I have here? Yes, I did. The Last Temptation of Christ wasn't banned here. Right. It was highly protested, mm-hmm. and I'm sure some Alabama theaters pulled it and decided to show a John Wayne movie again. But oh, uh, sure. it was banned in Argentina, Mexico, Chile, Turkey, mm-hmm. and the Philippines for bla- like clear blasphemy, and in Israel because. Of the fear that it would offend Christians, it's not offensive to us, but I think they, I think they thought it would be a bad look for the, right for Israel to screen this dude, film when the whole world is kind of up in arms about it. Dude, I feel like that's the thought process behind most movies that are banned or you know pulled from theaters. It's not going to affect us. Mm-hmm. It's those other people we got to worry about. Yeah. Those easily duped people. They're going to yeah. watch and start rioting in the streets or burn something down. And or- there's a part of me that thinks that that is more offensive. No doubt, because when I, I I went and got a job making media for a primarily British company, and mm. they don't give a fuck personally about any content, but because they've lived in London and then San Francisco, they're terrified of what the rest of America is because they don't mm. know. They have no idea, and they're wor- right. and, and they've seen weird documentaries about uh the the Shirley Phelps Roper the Roper family, uh, and yeah. uh and they they don't know what Middle America is like, and it terrifies mm. them. I think. Some LA executives probably exist in that world. They call you the flyover states. Uh-huh. They think you're prone to reactionary crazy horse shit. Uh. And usually the reality is like, eh, let's say a couple of news outlets will gin up controversy for a little bit and then it'll go away entirely. That's and right. We all realize it'll meaningless and we apologize to each other. <laughs> no, that never that part never happens. Uh, but <laughs> but Kev on the basis of horror. Um, uh, Human Centipede 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was banned in the UK. Because uh-huh. the UK bans a ton of horror movies. Of course. Yeah. Um, Australia and New Zealand. And it even here didn't receive a huge release. And it's one of those things of like, I'm not for the ban of Human Centipede, but sure. I, I saw the first one and it's like, I, Do I need to see I'm any not, more of this? Yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going to bat for this again. No. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't care if people see this or not. Like, I don't, I don't want you censored, but like, I can happily ignore all the plight involving this, the release of this film. Uh, yeah, I actually never watched Human Centipede. Really? Honestly, yeah, oddly enough. Like, I was at this point where, like, torture porn was yeah. really in, and I was so sick of it. And I was like, so this is, like, the last thing that horrifies us is eating shit? <laughs> I was like, I don't think. Man, I can guarantee you there's better things we could be making horror movies about than Not sewing your mouth to an ass. Eating shit, but becoming a digestive tract. The poor middle guy. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I eventually will. Like, I'll check it out. But it, it was just, it was like my own little. I was like, I don't, I don't really. I'm not interested. Yeah, in this. yeah. But the, but the idea that like it didn't get banned here, but right. like no one really wanted to get behind the film because mm-hmm. I think even then, if you're thinking of just if you, I don't know. I see this now with a lot of provocateurs on the internet. When your whole brand is controversy, yep. that gets boring. You're not. It gets old. It, 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 eventually, if you do that long enough, it looks like you don't really stand for anything but 
opposition and outrage. Man, that is the absolute truth. And I don't know, that all seems crazy. But like, I did very much grow up with the idea that certain films were banned. Right. And um, that's why we, I think the closest we really get, we got to that in our lifetime is unrated cuts. Yes. And things with scenes reinserted and all that Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, But uh, I was looking in Ireland... They ban things for copycat crimes. Mm-hmm. I don't know why two Monty Python movies can account for that. Uh, <laughs> but Natural Born Killers, I understand. Sure. Yeah. I understand. It's difficult to defend that movie other than I think that if you want to explore everything, every single annoying and overly in your face thing the 90s was, watch... What? Romeo, uh, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet <laughs> oh, God. and Natural Born Killers because that yeah. is like 90s style... Just ugh. natural born killers is probably one of the greatest satires of '90s culture it's, ever filmed. It's it is pretty crazy. It is shockingly sadistic, yeah. and it's it really is one of the greatest like dark comedies. Yeah, yeah. Of the it, '90s, I, I I watched it over and over again on VHS, mm-hmm. and we all thought. I think we all like that's where I started paying attention to this kind of stuff because we thought yeah. that movie was about to get banned because Oliver Stone was always a controversial person, mm-hmm. and he had he had rubbed a ton of watchdog groups the wrong way with everything he did, and he just. I don't know what he's doing now because he seems to pal up to Putin and just make documentaries. <laughs> uh, but he he did stop that. And he, I feel like his career ended for me with W, which is like, ooh, yeah. I can't wait to see Oliver Stone's W. I'm like, that was a fair and measured piece. That's yeah. not what I wanted. <laughs> Where's the takedown, yeah, Ollie? Come on, man. Um, but uh, the other one banned there and panned in many places is I Spit on Your Grave. Ooh, yeah. So I know you know I Spit on Your Grave. Every time about the Mayor Zarki original... I spit on uh, your yeah, grave. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that on another show. Like the, 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 the <sighs> idea that someone wanted to remake that. I think just to capitalize that people remember the name is a trivia note. A little trivia note. Yeah. I, I could be rad enough to see I spit in your grave. I'm like, yeah, but if they actually remake it, like you would not set foot in that theater. Hmm. I watched it once. Yeah. Um, and it is. Are you I, talking about the remake now? No, the, I watched re- the original. Okay. It, on VHS, <laughs> uncut according to this fucking distribution company I've of never course. heard about. <laughs> And uh, I'm sure you, I'm sure you've seen it, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The original "I Spit on Your Grave" is, uh, yeah, it's it's a brutal movie. It's mm-hmm. difficult to watch. Camille Keaton, Buster Keaton's, uh, what is it, granddaughter? What? Yeah, she's related to Buster Keaton. Oh my, she's still kicking. She does horror conventions. She's still acting too. I wonder what he would have to say about it. Probably nothing because he never did. She, I think mm-hmm. she married Mir Zarki, the director, for a short period of time. Anyway. Um, I spit on your grave. Yeah, iconic. One of the greatest exploitation movie posters of all time. Yeah, and uh, you know this woman is just chopped, beaten, burned, and maimed. Mm-hmm. Five men and no and it, jury in America. I think if that happened her. all in one scene, except that it happens over <laughs> and over again with the mm-hmm. same people in different scenes. That's what I'm really uncomfortable with. Of course. I, well, I mean, in addition to all the other stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the the brutal ongoing what like 25 minute rape scene that yeah. just keeps going on and on like i understand the controversy i it's not an easy movie it's do you remember the controversy locally i actually have that vhs copy you did i love because this was this was for a very brief time national mm-hmm. news in our our little town that's right um, was it leon high school was, one of the substitute teachers? i can i got it because my friend was in that classroom when it happened dude uh, she's been on the show it's like the tallahassee urban legend yeah, yeah. because in the the, the the urban legend was, and it's just like how the internet, well, did work a little while ago. Like, like, vote to name this stadium. Like, uh, and uh, Hitler did nothing wrong is number one. Uh, what do we do? Uh, or like, you know, you name a stupid whale, splashy McSplash Splash, or something like yeah. that. That you give you give miscreants the the ability to vote on something. Uh, they're they're usually going to do something inappropriate. So speaking of miscreants, and a so, high school class. <laughs> I, I maybe I should have her on to tell the story because it's kind of fascinating. It's almost like Woodstock. You know how many people claim to have been in that classroom <laughs> yeah. when that movie was shown? No, she, I, I mean her. I listened to her and her friend tell the story because they didn't know what was really happening either. Because I uh, hear the people who were in that class. I've never heard it from somebody who's actually there. So the, what happened is the movie we just talked about, the twenty five minute mm-hmm. rape scene, was shown in a high school classroom. Uh, and things did not go well, mm-hmm. and uh, people were fired, and this did make national news because it's like, well, how the fuck did this happen? Uh-huh. And it happened because this, I don't know anything about his character, this teacher just said, if you, if students, I respect you. If you do this and this and this, 
I will let you watch whatever movie you want in class and we will put it to a vote. And I don't remember what the story was with how it happened because I think people knew that people were championing the vote, but people didn't know what the actual movie was. And what blows my mind is that these these were like 90s high school kids. Yes. How did they even know about right. us? But like you and I knew about it, I but think it's like, how did these... I imagine there was one charismatic but semi-popular kid who knew uh-huh. what it was and was trying to sway the vote, getting out there campaigning for this film. Let's do it, man. It'll be fucking crazy. What's the movie about? Like, ah! Who cares it's what important. it's about? It's not important. And uh-huh. so like, that movie ends up being screened to a classroom filled with 30 mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. students. And... um. I, she the way she tells the story is just like, and then the first person ran out of the room crying, oh. and then others continue because it, it's you don't have the option of walking out of a classroom, right? So like people, it was hugely scarring for some people, mm-hmm. and I think that in this town in general made that pretty notorious. But you ended up with the tape, yeah? I've got the actual tape. Holy shit! Yeah, we've got it at Cap City Video Lounge, man. Oh mm-hmm. my god! And oddly enough, it was the first movie I ever rented from Video Twenty One when I got my own account. And, That's uh, amazing. Yeah, and I made sure to buy it the second it went out of business. So That's... I was like, I've got to get I spit on your grave. And it is the VHS copy. It's this old rotted orange case. Smells like crayons. It's weird. <laughs> but like and... the legend has it, it was kept in like the Tallahassee Police Department's evidence wow. room for several years and then given back. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But because like um not in terms of banning, if you grew up loving horror movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't think of anything off the top of my head that we thought were banned, like right. outright, but like going through all the, the Friday the 13th movies and reading about what they were subjected to by the MPAA. Dude. Like they were way less harsh than I thought they were. The one vivid like kill that I even remembered that lived up to my memory was the, the worst Friday the 13th movie ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- takes Manhattan. <laughs> Friday the 13th party. Yes. Part eight, Jason takes Vancouver. <laughs> Just where he, he pushes a hot stone through a dude's chest. Yeah. Because that, like, oh, fuck, that actually, it's it's not very gory. And that was a compromised kill. Yeah. Originally, that yes. guy got darts in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and just, but, like, they pull every punch in those movies. Yes. And it's all because the MPAA. Yeah, Siskel and Ebert had a writing campaign. Really? Yeah, trying to get uh, Paramount to stop making them. That's Because, yeah, when you read the history of every story, everybody making those movies doesn't want to be there mm-hmm. at some point and considers this is a much lesser uh, position in the in the studio, right. I, they must hate me to be make me keep making these mm-hmm. movies. And Paramount hated it too because yes, they did make The Godfather like a few years before that. Um, <laughs> they just keep making so much money. Yeah, it's they like, they cost nothing, make money, so we got to keep making this them. This is it, the final chapter. Just kidding, new beginning next. But year. There, are there any horror movies that we can think of that like um, we thought were like banned outright for content? I always thought Cannibal Holocaust right was banned outright. Because there was all those rumors that the cast was actually killed off. Like, it was an actual snuff film. See, I, I, I love pre-internet rumors, goddammit. And, like, watching it now, it's so well done. <laughs> no, seriously, these kids... Because it's shot first person. Like, so there's mm-hmm. the camera crew. They're out there making this documentary. Mm-hmm. And they fuck with this group of cannibals and end up getting slaughtered. And it looks so good. Wow. Like, it's shocking how good these kills are. And watching these people get dismembered and <sighs> raped and eaten... And, like, I'm sitting there, like, this had to have been banned, right? Somebody had to have banned yeah. this. Because I know the director himself, like, stood trial, and they had to find the cast and crew who signed, like, non-disclosure agreements. Yeah. And, not like, not to show up in any more commercials for the next year or two. Oh, for real? Because these were, like, people nobody knew. That's a brilliant marketing strategy, It really though. is. But, yeah, he put on trial for murder. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you prove that these people are still alive? And they had to track everybody down and have them, like, show up in court, wow. show up on talk shows. It's like, we're still here, we're still alive. And it's one of those things, like, after watching it, it's such a visceral, mm-hmm. well-done horror film. With a, a, uh, an edgelordy name. Oh, totally. <laughs> but yeah, this there is stuff, like, I couldn't watch. Like, there's a long killing of a turtle. Like, they pull a turtle out, and they're, like, chopping it up. It's like, let me fast forward through this. I don't need I to see I it. I but... did see that. Yeah. yeah but I, I also remember... You know, if we're talking this is super local, but Video 21, mm-hmm. the Faces of Death series. Oh, God, yeah. And um, they weren't banned. They were just Mm-mm. mostly, what, fake? <laughs> oh, man, yeah. they Those things had such a stigma to them. And then, yeah. like, finally, like, oh, man, you and your buddies go grab it. Let's watch it. It is the fakiest thing. Yeah, except for they're like they like film a local tribe, like, skinning a rabbit to eat it. Like, Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. horrific to watch, mm-hmm. but, like... You know, it's not exactly what the rest of this is promising. It's like, you know, there's guys out in the woods in Crawfordville doing that all the time. So it's like, you know, not a big deal. I've seen my dad do that. You know, whatever. Right. Uh, but yeah, that I mean, that's the moral of the story is that the U.S. doesn't really ban movies. They'll cut a movie. Sure. They'll cut a movie loose. 
they'll cut funding from a film, they'll mm-hmm. bury a film, uh, but nothing's ever really banned here anymore. No, not at all. And, you know, in the theaters, they'll release the R-rated cut, and then yeah. when it comes out on DVD, get that, that just, unrated. What movie did that just happen with? Where they re- oh, one yeah. day they released an unrated cut. I remember I was going to like text you, can we get on this somehow? Like, because uh, was it was it wasn't the Von Trier movie, was it? No, yeah, they had one day they showed that. Von Is that Trier what it was? Movie. Yeah, the house that <sighs> Jack built. Jack built. Yeah, that uh, which. With Matt Dillon, I read a little bit about it and like, eh, this sounds like Von Trier. God damn it! Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know if I want to see any more of his stuff. But this, like, I'd be interested. And then that name pops up. I was like, oh, uh, well, he's done so, he's done so many horrible things to me. Yeah, and and but yeah, they because that's the thing. They re- have an R-rated cut, but mm-hmm. I think on the festival circuit for the house that Jack built, people had seen the unrated cut, but they weren't in order to get distribution financing. They had to cut it down mm-hmm. to make it agreeable to the MPAA, and somehow. They found out a way where we can, for one week only, and I thought this was brilliant, like it, we can show in theaters the unrated cut. Mm-hmm. It might have been just one day. I think like, it was one day, and they still had trouble. Like, yeah. Like, oh, they got sued. Hours before. They got, okay, they got sued. They got sued by, the, I think, the MPAA. That, it was like, okay, you, you can't do that. But mm-hmm. like, no, you, you can do that. Yeah. Completely, but like, um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how they did it. I think they probably found as many independent distributors throughout the country that they could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I should probably send a uh, while I'm emailing Fathom events about Emmett Otter. I'm like, y'all y'all gonna show the unrated <laughs> house that Jack built after this? You they could do it if they wanted to. Dude, let me tell you, Cap City Video Lounge tried contacting him about it. Oh, you did? They, they never heard back. Okay. So you know how great it would have been to show that at our little theater. But yeah, for real. I mean, because um, no one would, else in town is gonna show it. Was what what was the deal with like Mandy wasn't banned? It's just like the interest wasn't super high for a movie yeah, that's for fantastic. The, oh my god, such a great film. It's yeah. it's it's sort of up there for like my best of last year. No doubt, man. Yeah, I was truly blown away by it. I just I just my eyes were wide open. As open as my mouth the whole time, I'm afraid to watch it again because I know it's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't read anything about it. I just watched some trailers, like look at some responses, and really like that movie. But that failed to get distribution right almost anywhere. God, what was it? It's that production company that's owned by the fans. Oh, is it? Yeah, I looked it up, and yeah, it's that. God, what is the name of it? Like Minion or no? I don't know, but I mean, but that you do bring up an interesting point. We are supported by Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/LaserTime. And we have the internet. There's at this moment we discussed some of that on on, on bonus time with Tumblr banning porn. Um, oh God, yeah. So why even go there anymore? No, yeah. Well, no, it is. What it, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that, freedom. That's what it looks like, man. They're 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 the users who used it the best <laughs> or to Absolutely, its full extent man. and created this this I would say pleasant little community. Yes. Uh, that probably deserves a place to play. But the more those things get swallowed up in corporate ac- acquisitions mm-hmm. or more mm-hmm. corporatized. That will be harder to see, but if you support independent people like Cap City Video and Laser Time, uh, you keep those kind of avenues alive through which to see things. Like I'm, not, we're, we couldn't do this, mm-hmm. but if we thought of the most foul thing ever to film, we could crowdfund it and yep. figure out a way to distribute it to people. Mm-hmm. That that avenue is ours, and that's kind of interesting. Yeah, man. Um, because Netflix has a very strict policy on that too, and not not just with their streaming. I remember, man, this is another band movie you ever see thriller a cruel picture oh yeah mm-hmm. so that's i spit in your grave esque except that like it's just a porno like like five <laughs> times in the film oh yeah <laughs> yeah those cutaway shots where it's just close-ups it's almost like it's like watching a nature film almost you're just it is it's, it's like it, oh here's a penis and a vagina going in and out for five minutes oh very great. clearly a film with a lot of rape in it because a woman is given heroin mm-hmm. and kept captive as a sex worker Except when they cut away, they they just show her working. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And but she has one eye, and she's the basis for uh, I think Daryl Hannah's character in yep. Kill Bill, at least visually. And, and at one point, the woman wears a yellow jumpsuit mm-hmm. as well. So I believe it does have a kill multiple Kill Bill connections. Definitely. But it's made in Sweden, mm-hmm. and with Christina Lindbergh, oh, and it, man. It, who don't have the same censorship laws. Right. And like, yeah, if you want to show penetration and like a full on porn scene, go for it. Yeah. And I remember like reading about that and like there's no way and like before netflix streaming like oh my god someone did not do their research and mm-hmm. i can totally get this disc on netflix and i remember like yes back my little edge lord friends guys we got to see this again <laughs> i go back and like this film is not only unavailable this url doesn't exist we never showed this we never let this movie out there and like you totally did you, uh-huh. this movie was totally out there um but yeah that that was that was probably the naughtiest movie i got from an mm. official channel okay um yeah. it'd be interesting to see how on-demand resources 
man, it might be just local theaters at some point. If someone deems a movie so inappropriate, I mean, you can see like, Voodoo's not going to show, will not show such filth. Right. Or right. we're not showing this on Crackle. How could we? <laughs> uh, but it might be like locally owned distributors, like mm-hmm. big giant companies might not have any interest. I don't know, but it's also, we were talking about that and I'm, I know we're nearing the end of the show, but like, do we still have an interest in that? I, I will always have an anti-authority streak, like don't tell me what I can't watch and Absolutely, I'll try and man. seek it out mm-hmm. if you try and tell me, but it's also like, I don't really want to see the things that are banned. <laughs> I, yeah, there's a lot of movies. There's stuff like Serbian film. That sorry, that was on my list. That is the most banned film. Holy period. shit! Well, Serbian that makes film. sense. Yes, that is a good yeah. way to, to to top the show. Mm-hmm. That is the most banned film. I have always been afraid to see it. Have, I, I've only ever seen the cut version. The uncut version was released briefly on DVD. Has never been reprinted, and it's like three hundred dollars now. Wow, on Amazon. But it's yeah, it's it's sick. It's brutal. And I, why would they title it that if it's from... <laughs> it's a damn good question. What if the most banned movie in America was called an American film? Like, mm. what if you found that in Malaysian shelves somewhere? And like, really? This is what these guys are into? We start working on the on the script, Chris. Because what it was a guy who's a porn actor who's on Hard Times. Hard Times. And ends up, <laughs> ends up starring in a snuff film uh-huh. with... Every kind of bad oh, yeah. thing you can do, including necrophilia. Oh, oh yeah, and a and an infant. Oh my god! Yeah, it's <laughs> oh it my is, god, Chris. It's not a fun movie at all. <laughs> but god damn it, welcome to America. You can make whatever you want to, and <laughs> like, listen, we should be able to, you know, push ourselves to the limit of what we can endure. <sighs> you know, uh, you should. I, you have that right to do so. It's. We, and yes, people, we are flirting about that with that. The patreon.com slash laser time. Part of that is we make limited series for you. And what would you got people think about a banned movie? Se- like, it's not for everyone. It would right. have to be, I wouldn't want it even public facing. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd have to be only people. You cannot stumble into this. <laughs> you have to, you can't be linked to it. You have to willingly go into this because, like, not trying to hurt anybody. You got to right. be. And I'm much more sensitive than I was even 10 years ago um, to, to this kind of content. I find but, myself on the same page these days, but I'm still intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and like, yeah, there's something, there's something about me as like a writer, researcher, content producer that I can't fully have these horrific examples of mm-hmm. artistic expressions totally go away entirely. Yeah. Like, um, even though they might, I can't like whatever media landscape ends up being, who's going to option a Serbian film. <laughs> you can't show it anywhere. <laughs> For any reason. And then mm-hmm. who would subscribe? Who would... I don't know. Like yeah, who would your fan base be? Who, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, How do you... It seems like a couple of years ago, you would launch a channel. Like, we're showing the most banned movie of all time. Mm-hmm. But I don't see that ever happening again. No. Not lamenting it. Just <laughs> It's just just dealing with it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kevin and I flirted with that. Would you go see one of these movies in a theater with people... And then have a uh, maybe a little therapy podcast therapy session. <laughs> well, afterwards. I'll be there. We'll be there together. We'll be safe. Oh. We'll talk about it afterwards. Oh, it's the horrifying. healing will begin. But yes, Patreon.com slash laser time is how we are supported. It keeps this whole silly venture afloat. <laughs> uh, yeah, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can keep your favorite podcasters in the universe going. That includes myself, 302010, uh, the weekly look back in time, 302010 years ago. Again, that show is constantly fun. And if you don't have a good memory like me, rattling off what episodes aired and movies came out in a week, mm-hmm. you can like, oh, that was the week my uncle died. Oh, that was the week I got my first dog. It's like, it's very strange because we didn't all keep diaries with mm-hmm. like, specific dates. But like, I remember, I remember whose birthday party I went to before who framed Roger Rabbit. And it's one of the things I love about the show. It, oh, like yeah. it brings up hope usually positive memories and <laughs> we uh we have a specific show just for those listeners on patreon.com slash laser time as well it also patreon also supports uh video game apocalypse our monthly vi- our weekly video game show and there's a bunch of other stuff we'd like to unlock through that show including spoiler casts and maybe some live gameplay uh elements yeah and again we have limited series uh if you like more horror uh dave rudden and i did an entire series just recently about um uh, an elm street nightmare the confusingly titled uh second season uh, look at the life, work, and le- legacy of Jason Voorhees through the lens of all the Friday the 13th movies except the remake. Uh, <laughs> and and we should have another limited series for you very soon, but I really am excited for this depraved thing Kevin and I keep talking about. 
It will be changed um, men at the end of this, Chris. I, I like the like because I do agree. Hey, you have a podcast where you watch uh, Grown Ups Two every day. That's a form of torture, and I can understand why that's fun. But mm-hmm. so with this, oh yeah, <laughs> this would be a horrific form um, of <laughs> podcast torture. Uh, but yeah, check that out. And, and we can't again. We can't really continue to do the show, pay for all the hosting, keep everybody paid, and uh, keep the equipment up without your support. And in exchange, we'll give you over a hundred free movie commentaries, full length, by the way, exclusive videos. Uh, and a weekly uncensored podcast. Kev, I should have let you go first. Um, where can people find you? You can find me at Cap City Video Lounge here in Tallahassee, Florida, a movie rental store, one screen micro cinema. We mm-hmm. try to keep the old weird stuff alive yeah. with movies every night. Um, yeah, no one, I haven't heard anybody use the term to describe you, but I really like calling you a curator. Like, uh, oh, <laughs> I like that too. Well, just because, like, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like the idea of championing. Um, Stuff that isn't, that I don't want to call unloved, but like championing the unloved, I think mm-hmm. is a super important thing. And it, for what I, I, that's what I like to do with podcasting. Oh, of course. And Cap City Video Lounge is like, it's not, it's a visual representation of all yeah. that. Stuff that's on the fringe that, mm-hmm. you know, came out, influenced, and then people kind mm-hmm. of may or may not remember. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the kind of stuff we try to bring to the forefront. And you curate old films, new films. Yep. Get them. Uh, you have some CEDs in there for some reason. I've never <laughs> actually watched one. I, I can show you my Emmett Otter one upstairs. Oh, nice. Um, and, Everything, almost anything you can think of on VHS and DVD, mm-hmm. and just uh, these wonderful, wonderful uh, screenings, including like I'm, I, you know, I'm a big fan of your Twin Peaks screening. At some point, oh, yes. I'm going to want to do a Twin Peaks podcast. Uh, Man, because please call me up for that. It was my David Lynch blind spot, and through the help of local, and this is a plug for all your local micro cinemas, like support that kind of shit. To have a weekly event where we all eat cherry pie and. <laughs> Uh, you got Homeboy to make an exclusive, exclusive coffee. All Saints Cafe here in Tallahassee, Florida has made us an exclusive Ghostwood, Ghostwood coffee Ghostwood blend. Coffee. It's a dark blend. It's absolutely delicious. Yeah, Sunday afternoon, get we get together. We all in a theater watch uh, two episodes of Quint, Twin Peaks. And mm. I dare them to stop us. Um, <laughs> it's, it was, it's been really, really fucking fun. Uh, but thank you so much, Kev. Uh, let us know pleasure, what movies man. you thought were banned or you consider a banned film below. Uh, in the comments on our Facebook, on our official Facebook group. These are different things. Our Facebook channel and the official Facebook group, but just search it in there. Uh, it's a really great community filled with like-minded miscreants. You'll love them. Uh, and uh, that is it for us. Uh, please let us know any more band films. Maybe we'll talk about them on bonus time, which you get by becoming a patron at the $5 level or more. Gotta say, this show is executive produced by Adam Foote and many other fine people at patreon.com slash laser time. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Kev. Hey, stay trashy. I'm going to take a shower. <laughs>